Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB1 year taxi squad. We are IDP Nation. And we are back. Uh, I'm by myself right now. Uh, Hollywood will be joining us shortly. Uh, but we needed to get started because uh, I didn't want to run up against uh, midnight again recording. So, but we are going to discuss and break down who we want to see in week four. Look a little bit backwards here as we go through. Um, not a ton of defensive uh, information coming out. One of the biggest things is Buda Baker is probably missing this upcoming game as he has surgery on his UCL uh, joint in his thumb. So get him out of your lineups. He's probably 99.9% not playing. Um, so he's probably going to be sitting out. He says he wants to play in week five. So you know, don't throw him away. But if you need to, the spot, I know in a couple of Yahoo leagues that I'm in, um, we don't have any bench spots to give, so I had to drop him for somebody, but that also means I can scoop him back up um, next week because people most of the time in that league look at total scores, and with missing a week, that total score will be down, which is something to, to keep an eye on because a lot of people do just look at totals. They don't look at week to week. They don't look at averages. Um, they don't know who's out and in all the time, so make sure you look specifically at the players because you know they could have a lower score but missed two weeks, like uh, Marcus Davenport, who has missed uh, all of the games. Um, he may be back in week four against the Lions. It's looking that way. He got in a limited practice. That's good news. Um, I guess the biggest news story is the Titans. Um the Titans are going to cause some havoc this week for our IDP lineups, for our NFL lineups, for DFS, for everything. Um, that game is looking like it's going to be played uh, either Monday is what I'm most likely seeing as far as this evening. Um, Tuesday is if it also been floated as a possibility just because of the... Um, you know, giving these players time to test negative or keep them away from the team, make sure the team is, is not has any more positives. Um, another positive did come up, though. Uh, Kemalai Correa tested positive. So he was moved to the reserve COVID list. Not that he's really somebody you're starting anyway. Um, so, and Vic Beasley, I know Daryl's favorite player, Vic Beasley, is... Uh, Gonna get some more playing time, it looks like. He's actually gonna get on the field, which is amazing. Um, a lot of offensive news. In fact, one of the sites I, I've, I've been starting to use for stats um, or for news on a daily basis um, is pretty terrible because they had zero IDP things in their first like 20 news stories. So, uh, yeah, I won't bash anybody on air, but I don't know. There's got to be. Roto World, we need an app. We need an app back. 
Uh, one of the big stories, Timmy Jernigan was cut by the Jaguars, and then uh, Broncos re-signed them. Uh, looks like Jarrell Casey went on the IR list. Um, I don't know the extent of the injury. Um, I can try to find that here in the next couple minutes. Uh, but it looks like uh, Timmy Jernigan didn't find himself on the street very long. Um, even if he does play this week, it's probably not going to be much as he just you know gets thrown into a new team. Um, Chase Young injured. Uh, Matt Ioannidis is on IR, so we, we got some issues with that Washington front four. Uh, fortunately, I think they do have the depth to uh, keep it going, to keep themselves uh, afloat. However, that team uh, just got steamrolled by the Browns. So it's going to be a long, long season for Washington football team fans. Sorry, we got some videos here as I scroll through some stuff. Uh, Daquan Jones was another one of those COVID Titan players. Um, so, you know, he's tested positive, whether or not that's a false positive or whether or not it's a asymptomatic positive. Uh, we don't know. It's going to be a tricky situation here. Um, it's the real first big test of the NFL here with COVID. I mean, the MLB had some hiccups along the way, and it all worked out. In fact, two of those teams, the Marlins and the Cardinals, made the playoffs. So, you know, maybe they enjoyed playing doubleheaders for a while. Um, Earl Thomas was supposed to get a workout with the Texans. Uh, we thought he'd be signed by now. He is not signed, and he is not going to even get a workout with the uh, Texans. So... Interesting that a Dallas team, or not a Dallas team, a Texas team uh, wanted to bring him in, and it wasn't Dallas, especially as bad as Darnarian, uh, their Darian Thompson is kind of playing. Um, they they kind of maybe uh, maybe want to still bring him in, but they're taking a look at I guess the COVID safety with uh, bringing players in. Um, so we'll see. Um, an interesting bit of news that has nothing to do with IDP, but for personal reasons. Um, Hakeem Butler is back in the league as a tight end, apparently. The Eagles signed him as a tight end, so that's going to wreak havoc on the offensive side of the ball with player designations as they labeled him a tight end when they brought him in. He's a pretty big receiver, so I guess they figure, you know, with Dallas Goddard going on IR, they might need somebody. Uh, Darquez Denard was put on IR so that Atlanta secondary, uh, Denard out. AJ Terrell was the first COVID player um, to, you know, in, in season get sidelined. Um, Ioannidis is probably gone for a while as it's a torn biceps. Uh, not a good injury for a guy who uses his arms a lot in uh, trying to shed blocks. So Ioannidis not going to be there. Uh, Damon Arnett could be sidelined four to six weeks. He has a thumb injury. He fractured it. Um, they don't know. I mean, it could be very similar to Buda Baker. Buda Baker seems ready to come back, but Arnett could be gone for a while, which means I got to go check some waiver wires for some corners because I don't really have any depth at quarter. No surprise there. Um, Chris Harris out four to six weeks, um, so that's a big, big blow to the Chargers DBs. 
Uh, that defense takes another hit. It seems like that team is always snake-bitten and just has terrible luck when it comes to players and injuries. Uh, and Chris Harris is definitely one of them. Sorry about that. Trying to scroll through and get to all of the key injuries that we need to talk about in IDP. Um, apparently Jabril Peppers is banged up. Uh, I didn't hear a whole lot about Jabril Peppers. Um, check back with us on Friday on the uh, IDP lounge as we will have a little bit more information about some of these injuries. Um, IDP injuries, we really don't get a huge, um, huge bit of information until we get some practice information in. And yeah, some of the initial practices happened today, but I mean, teams can list themselves as limited and you really don't know what's happening. Uh, but those are some, some of the big news. Like we said, Buda Baker missing the game this week is probably a, the big, one of the bigger deals. Um, and, you know, some of the COVID stuff obviously has a lot of people shaken up and, and trying to make contingency plans because it's not only the Titans you have to worry about, it's the, the Steelers. And initially we thought maybe the Vikings we'd have to worry about. It seems like the Vikings players did not uh, test positive at all today. So they seem to be okay. I mean, we, we never know what's going to happen in this crazy, crazy world that we live in. Um, so we took the night off. Um, I wanted to uh, pay attention to the debate. I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions about politics. I, I wanted to see it for myself. I didn't want to get it secondhand from the news. Um, and say what you will, it was um, probably one of the most embarrassing debates for presidential i mean you know some of the primary debates can get a little messy because you got 10 people trying to scream over each other this is two people supposed to be um you know veteran not veterans but you know experienced people but enough politics you're not coming here for the politics you're coming here for the idp uh so whenever daryl decides that he wants to show up for the show we'll uh start picking here um he's mia i guess i don't know but we couldn't put it off anymore tomorrow's thursday so we, we can't really put it off another night uh, so getting in here um thursday night game i mean i think we're gonna be taping dig during the thursday night game because that game looks like it's gonna be a complete and utter cluster <laughs> um it's going to be a terrible game. I mean, the Broncos are rolling out Brett Rippon, which I'm excited to see Brett Rippon because I, I think he can be a good player. Um, and um, Mark Schofield, uh, one of the, the quarterback scouting gurus, uh, loves him. So I'm excited to see if he can do something better than, um, you know, Jeff Driscoll can. You know, I'm not saying he's going to take Drew Locke's job, but... You know, you never know what might happen. Um, so looking at some some IDP trends, some things that happened in week three. Uh, Shaq Thompson, uh, everybody can can put the pitchforks down. Everybody can, can relax. Uh, Shaq Thompson had a nice game. Eight tackles, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, two passes defended. Uh, so you can chill with the Shaq Thompson's not doing anything for me. 
Um, so, yeah, they're playing the Chargers, heavy run game. Uh, but the, the Panthers, if you look at what teams want to try to do against the Panthers, it's run the ball. And if you you can run on them. So, I mean, that's opening up opportunities for these linebackers left and right uh, to get tackles. Uh, Shaq Griffin from Seattle, um, he, he's a guy, a corner that you might want to check out. He had 11 tackles and an interception. Um, so 11 tackles because teams are going to throw on Seattle. And, you know, the like you're going to run on Carolina, you're going to throw on Seattle. Seattle has allowed probably 1,200 yards approximately, maybe over, maybe close to 1,300 yards because I know – uh, Dak eclipsed 400, I'm pretty sure. Um, and Matt Ryan got pretty darn close. And uh, Fitzmagic is coming to town. Uh, where Seattle's going there, I can't remember which one. We'll get in that when we look at the pickums. But point being, Shaq's going to see plenty of work. I mean, whether or not he makes plays in the ball or not is going to be up to, to what coverage they're playing probably, but... Uh, Shaq looks like he's going to be a good corner to target because teams are throwing on them. Uh, X going to give it to you. I don't have that um, clip here. Uh, I, I, I tried to find it before. But, uh, yeah, Xavier is uh, a beast. And he, uh, you know, is not what he used to be as a corner, but two picks in the game. And you could call that just playing the Jets, but um, he didn't do much else. So to be honest, he made the house call, uh, but you know, don't invest too much in that. Uh, Mr. Aaron Donald is a man, a man possessed. He had two sacks of the Bills, five tackles, a forced fumble, fumble recovery. Um, as if you didn't know he was good, he is really good. Um, he's got the Giants this week, and God save Daniel Jones. Because uh, he might need some um, otherworldly protection in this game because he might not make it a lot alive. Um, I just don't see how the Giants have a chance in that game. Uh, they're playing bad football. I mean, the, Bear, the, the Bears beat them. I think last week the Niners barely have a team, and they rolled them pretty bad. So um, the, the Rams should roll the Giants. We'll get into that more when we're picking games. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> I'm happy because I've been a big Trayvon Diggs proponent. He's playing well. He's playing. Uh, he got nine tackles in this game. And of course, the uh, embarrassing play by DK Metcalf of, uh, you know, Deshaun Jacksoning it, um, you know, hot dogging it, giving up, you know, before the play was actually over. He didn't think anybody was near him. And Trayvon Diggs comes up and knocks the ball out of his hand. Leon Lett, I think somebody was comparing it to, and Don Beebe. It was embarrassing. And I was so excited when I saw DK grab the ball, and then he started slowing down. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then Diggs with the hustle play. Um, Got to love the hustle play. Um, hate when it's against your team, because that means your team wasn't hustling. But Trayvon Diggs with that forced fumble. Uh, really could have changed that whole game because, I mean, Dallas did make you know make it close and make it interesting. But if Seattle scored that touchdown, it, it's it's kind of almost out of reach early, and maybe the Dallas could have come back sooner, you know, 
pressed a little bit sooner and gotten a little bit more action uh, earlier in the game. Uh, Miles Garrett. So uh, so far we have uh, Nate at three sacks, uh, three cheek splitters, and uh, Danielle Hunter has yet to step on the field. So uh, I know Daryl has been adamant that that bet is still happening. Uh, so he's down three <laughs> after three games. Uh, and, and again, the football team is not very good. Um, they, they maybe just need to be called the, the baseball team or something because they're not really playing very good football. Um, again, I believe in what Ron Rivera is building there. I don't know that Dwayne Haskins is going to be the guy to do it. Um, and... You know, look out, my Kyle Allen shares might be useful this year after all. He was he was talking like he's you know going to give him some rope, but uh, I don't know the Haskins is going to survive. Uh, speaking of uh, some cheek splitters, uh, Chris Jones had two sacks of Lamar Jackson. Uh, that's pretty much all he did, but, I mean, two forced fumbles too. So he, he's swatting the ball when he gets those sacks. Um He's one of the highest paid defensive tackles in the league and definitely deserves every penny for it. Um, he's a must start at D tackle for D tackle only leagues. Even if he puts up a dud one game, you, you can't bench him. I mean, he's had two, one and a half, a one and a half and a two sack game. You can't deny that. Uh, Mike Hilton had another nice game. Mike Hilton is maybe this year's, um, Logan Ryan at corner. He's doing everything possible. He's blitzing. He's coming off the edge. He's doing a whole lot um, there. So Hollywood is, is is here. He's here. Yeah, I told you you were coming in hot. So we are. We are, I've already started the show. I've already done news and notes. I'm going through last week. I was just talking about your boy Mike Hilton. Yeah, he's on fire a little bit. Yeah, and I was saying he could be this year's uh, Logan Ryan, where he's one of the best corners. Um, yeah, he sure is starting off. He's doing a lot of the things that Logan Ryan was doing with, with the blitzing. He's got two sacks. Uh, he yep. had an interception the other day. Um, he, he's really doing, putting together a nice campaign so far. Um, you know, in my league, that's not very... Uh, it's not very IDP friendly. Like if you get double digits out of an IDP, that's a good week. Um, he's had two double digit weeks, so you know, that's, that's pretty good. Um, so this was the only week he didn't have a sack, but he had an interception in its place. Um, so we've run down a lot of the guys um, that had pretty decent weeks. Uh, Matt Milano was welcomed back. Um, we talked about Shaq Thompson is no longer on the uh, missing list. He's he's back. I did mention that Bossman has a three nothing lead on you in cheek splitters. Well, so uh, when's Hunter coming back? I'm hoping anytime now. We'll see. I've not heard anything lately, so I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, you've been pretty adamant that you're. Uh, you want to stick with the bet. If he misses like six games, are you going to back out? Are you going to be like, yeah, maybe not? No, I'll, I'll stick with it. I mean, you'll stick I mean, with it. Just I was hoping it. he would be back by now, but. Hoping, yeah, yeah. I'm um, trying to find something as we speak here. 
It's been pretty quiet. Like I said, um, the, the one site I was using was not very, uh, it's not very IDP friendly. I looked through and there's 20 headlines and not a single one of them is about defense player. Um, so uh, Matt Milano's back. Um, he's looking good. Are, are you concerned at all about Tremaine Edmonds? Kind of am. I mean, he's not. Uh... He's back. Maybe he's not 100% healthy, uh, but he really didn't look that great. No, he didn't look good at all, did he? No. So he, he's maybe one to, to maybe put on the bench for a couple weeks. Um, you know, normally I'm a start your studs guy, but that one is concerning to me. Mainly because is he trying to fight through the injury and he's just not being as useful, whereas Milano is a little bit healthier and, and picking up the slack? I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, um, I was reading this on Hunter. Go ahead. Uh, said so he's getting closer to returning. He's going to be out this week. Um, he comes off of the... What's it called? The IR that he was on. He comes off this week, but he's not going to play. Looks like he had a created disc in his neck. So, well, looks like I he's going to be out this week. The good news is he's off the IR. They're not keeping him there. They're not putting him back on the IR. That's right. a sign. That it does say here they have a bye in week seven, so maybe they let him ride it out to the bye, which if that's the case, I'm kind of screwed. But. If that's the case, they should have put him on the pup list, and then they could have had him in week eight without that's that, this what penalty. Thinking, but so. maybe they, they didn't know how bad it was going to be. Yeah, it says... Um, it says uh, he will be eligible to start play next week. So I, I guess it depends on how bad that neck is, where you know, yeah, what they want to do with it. So it's not looking good though. So maybe he'll, maybe he'll be back in a few weeks. Yep. So um, we have a trade to discuss here. We'll kind of go with that first, and then we'll start hitting these games okay. up because I've already kind of covered the week that was. Uh, we already covered Buda Baker. We already covered that he's missing week four and should be back for week five with probably a cast. It's kind of funny because Damon Arnett, I mean, I don't know the difference between their injuries. Um, it'd be a good time to have Ethan on, I guess, to discuss this. But uh, Arnett might miss six to eight weeks, whereas Buda Baker's getting surgery and maybe coming back in a week. I mean, I get this maybe a ligament difference between a fracture and a ligament, but right. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So here's the trade. It's from at uh, Freebase and Mason, which is a great Twitter handle. Uh, he's, <laughs> he was in a bunch of our uh, eliminators and things. So, so big, big uh, supporter of the show and things we're doing here. Um, and he tagged a bunch of people in this trade. And he has um, <laughs> some interesting emojis for the different sides. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, you can I, I retweeted it here. I'll probably retweet it with our answer here that we've got. Uh, but it's um, a, a 21 start uh, super flex tight end premium 
uh, full IDP. He's got a uh, trade offer. Patrick Queen and Miles Gaskin is one side. The the eggplant side, we'll just say. Okay. And then the peach <laughs> side is, uh, <laughs> that's the interesting emojis, is a late 2021 first and second and Brian Burns. Hmm. They're late picks. Yeah. What was the first part again? Who was it? Patrick Queen and Miles Gaskin. I think I got to take the Queen's um, still. Yeah, I think I'm taking that side too. The late 2021 first and second. I mean, Burns is a good player. He, he hasn't really, you know, he, he's not elite no um you know he's one of the best you know he's maybe third or fourth in the pecking order when it comes to last year's um defensive ends i mean he had a sack in the last game so i mean he's he's at least got one he's not got he's not shut out so far but i mean he is a 22 year old dude so he's got time to grow and, and and develop yeah he's still young so I still take Queen and the. I think I got. I mean, the Gaskin part's interesting because he could very well take off in that Miami offense if they if they get it working. I mean, Fitzmagic can have some spectacular games. Yeah, and right now they don't even have nobody really worth I mean, anything. Well, they paid uh, Jordan Howard, who I've I've been selling Jordan Howard since his rookie year because. Yeah, but he's nothing more than a goal line vulture, basically. Well, that's all he is now, yeah. yeah. And Matt Breda, again, still can't stay healthy. He lives up to his billing of uh, always being hurt. Yeah, so Which is why the Niners asking. got rid of him. But, again, the Niners can't stay healthy either, so it's really <laughs> kind of weird. So we're going to go with the uh, eggplant side, and we're actually on the minority of this. Oh, really? I would have guessed it going the other way. I well, I think that a lot of people still have first, like I don't know, they have an eggplant for firsts. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, well, it, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of just, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on really what you wind up getting with that first and second next year. I mean, we don't, we don't see the whole picture, but still, just at first glance, Patrick Queen looks like he's going to be pretty good. I mean, is he perfect at linebacker? No. Is he, you know, looking at it so far this year, you know, at linebacker, he's... Wow, he's, we are in the minority. He's, he's 21st. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said. He's 21st. I mean, he's he had a good first game, a good second game, and then this past game. But, I mean, can you say any Raven player had a good game on Monday night? <laughs> True. Nobody did. I mean, they were they, they were just outclassed by, uh, you know, Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, so, you know, he, he, I don't think you base off of it. I mean, they... Boy, oh boy, does Baltimore have a, a good um, take your 
your anger out on a, a team game. Do you know who they're playing this week? No, I haven't looked. They're playing the Washington football team. Oh, Lord. God help Washington. They're without <laughs> Chase Young. They're without Matt Ioannidis. And uh, <laughs> yeah. they're going to get pummeled at home. I mean, at home, too. So Baltimore, I mean, it's a short ride from Baltimore to Washington. But right. Baltimore is going to punish them. <laughs> Well, they're gonna beat them like they're gonna beat fun. them like sixty to nothing. <laughs> Ew, jeez, that's horrible. I think that's my lock of the week. Do I have any? Am I alive in any survivors still? Because if I am, uh, that's the that pick. That's the pick right there. They are gonna get slaughtered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were just talking. I was talking earlier about how, uh, you know. Ron Rivera was not very, uh, not exactly giving a vote of confidence to, to Haskins. He was saying he needs to figure some stuff out. And yeah, I mean, every young quarterback does, but he kind of seems like he's willing to move on if need be. He's, he's going to give him some chances. Right. But I mean, as bad as that team is, honestly, I'd let him just roll. You know, see if you got anything in him. Let him try out for the whole season to see if you have anything in him. And then if you don't, you move on. If he if he's not yeah, any good, you'll have another high pick and be able to get Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence possibly. Right. Yeah, I agree. You got to see what you got there. Maybe they should have taken uh, Herbert. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Let's get into the games here. Uh, we'll, we'll try to you know, keep it concise. We won't go drowning on and on about the games. Uh, just a player you're wanting to see on defense. And the outcome. Who do you think is going to win? We're not doing spreads. So don't worry about who's going to cover or not. That's, that's for another show at another time. Uh, but we have the Denver Broncos coming to the East Coast to play the New York Football Jets. Uh, could this be the uh, death of Adam Gase as quarterback, uh, or not quarterback, head coach of the New York Jets? This could be the ugliest game we've seen in a long time. You know who Denver's starting at quarterback, right? Brett Rippon. Yeah, I talked about that earlier. <laughs> I'm a big Brett I mean, Rippon guy. I have him all over the place. I hope he wins this job from Drew Locke and never gives it back because I got tons, tons right. of Brett Rippon on my taxi squads all over the place. I think this is going to be a closer game than what people think. Um, well, I think it is too because I don't think I, I don't think it's a very high scoring game. I don't think. Um, well, I, I mean. Denver has so many injuries. Yeah, and you know they're like we just said they're starting ripping. New York is, I, I don't know what they are, but they may be worse than Washington. I, uh, at they're pretty Washington terrible. Some good, yeah, at least Washington has some good pieces on defense where they can kind of build around. So, well, the Jets uh, do too, but they're either hurt or kind of out of position. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Um, Denver. Uh, you should probably like. One. By the way, I'm beating you in picks. I've beaten you every week so far. I saw that. Uh, I got 10, 14. My second week, man, I was on fire the second week. Well, I think I was ahead of you the first week just by one, maybe. Maybe, yes. Maybe. Yeah, you've, but then you've I've, turned it on. My lately. second week was great, and then I got you by one last week, I think. 
So yeah, I'm gonna take Denver. Um, <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, they've got, like you said, a lot of injuries. Uh, player to watch is um, oof. Bradley Chubb. I want to see how he does with uh, all these missing pieces around him. Can he get going? I think he had a decent game last week. So yeah, he had a decent game. I still think he's feeling some effects of that injury. Um, I, I want to see Quentin Williams. He's kind of had a decent start to the season. I want to see him keep that up. Um, I, I I kind of want to see Adam Gase get humiliated. Is that terrible of me? No, it's not terrible. Be right uh, back. Sorry. <laughs> Just got here and already got to leave. Uh, but yeah, Quinton Williams is who I'm looking forward to. And he's the guy that's kind of out of position, I think. I think as a natural defensive tackle... I don't think he's Aaron Donald, which is, I think, what they're trying to kind of mold him into. I mean, Greg Williams is kind of using him that way. Um, but, you know, that whatever, linebackers are healthy still for the Jets. I mean, like I said, I, I think we're taping dig during this game. So, quite honestly, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be worse than that debate, which is saying something. Um, Indianapolis at Chicago is the next game. Um, Nick Foles has taken over at the helm. Um, so that is, is big news for Chicago. They will have a, they will have a chance to go four and O they are the dog, the home dog in this game as they play Indianapolis and Indianapolis got beat by the Jaguars in week one. So go figure that the Jaguars beat them, and Indianapolis is now favorite against the 3-0 team. Um, I got the Bears in this one. I think the Bears have been playing good enough football. They've, they've come back on teams. I think with Nick Foles in control of that team, I think a lot of the players on the Bears are a lot happier to see Nick back there at quarterback because I don't think they were pleased when Trubisky started the season. No. Um, so I got the Bears, um, and I want to see, I want to see Roquan because I've been hearing some some trash talk about Roquan about how he's not playing that well. Yeah, I've got the Bears too. Uh, <laughs> how lucky have they been to start this season? Uh, well, won some games that they probably shouldn't have, I think. I don't know, because they should have probably won against Detroit, because Detroit's not any good. The way yeah. they had to do it was crazy. Uh, the well, Giants should have been a no-brainer. They should have trounced the Giants, especially with Saquon Barkley getting hurt in that game. I mean, that, that should have been done and over with earlier than it was. I mean, it well, was a pretty comfortable game for them. And then the Falcons um, blow yet another lead. I mean, who would have saw that coming? But Man, they, they are just choking game after game away, aren't they? Yeah, and, and you know, I feel bad because Dan Quinn might be uh, fired, even though he's probably been one of their more successful coaches. Yeah, he's not been too bad, but, man, it's like uh, you, you ever can't, since that Super Bowl loss, they've just, ugh, they're choking everything away. That can sting, good. though, man. That can sting. Yeah. Losing a lead like that, I mean... And they've done it twice this year. Yeah. 
to Dallas and now to to uh, Chicago. I mean, it kind of just seems like they're. Uh, well, you know what? Seattle's uh, tried to blow some fourth quarter leads the last two <laughs> weeks. I, I, I said to my uh, in a group chat, I said, you know, the, the Seahawks are trying to give me a heart attack before my 40th birthday here because they are not easy games to watch in the fourth quarter. I did right. talk about uh, Trayvon Diggs earlier that you missed. Um, that was a great hustle play by him and a, a lazy play by DK Metcalf. Oh. He, he should not be letting up like that. He'll never let up again like that, though. I, I guarantee that. I heard that. you scream all the way from your house down here when that happened. <laughs> I didn't really scream. I, I just kind of shook my head and maybe cursed a little bit. I don't really scream at the TV anymore. <laughs> right. you know, I'll, I'll give a nice fist bump and a loud clap, but that that's that's about as, as amped up as I get for football anymore. I mean, I'm excited about stuff, and... I just try to to have a, a even keel temper. You know, my temperament I try to keep you know not too high, not too low, just kind of even keel. I said before, I said I don't really, I don't really get you know like I I used to get angry like after losses for like weeks, like it, I wouldn't be able to shake it. And now I'm I'm just like you know maybe it's because I'm in so many fantasy leagues and I have so much diversity in my portfolio so to speak that I, yeah. I I'm never really all the way down in one thing or another. Whereas I used to be in like five leagues, so if I went zero and five, I'd just you know be like, and the Seahawks lost, I'd just be like angry all the time. Right. I don't know. Getting back to the games, uh, I was trying to kill time for you. You know. Yeah, I had to let the cat in. It was scratching at the door. Sorry. Cat scratch fever? Yeah. Uh, we have the Joe Burrow Bengals versus the Jacksonville Jaguars in uh, Cincinnati. Boy, he looks the part, don't he? Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow. He is. Uh... Um, well, despite uh, the tie, which, God, how the hell do you tie in football? By the way, that cost me. <laughs> That cost me the over. I thought for sure when the Eagles tied the game, I said, I got this over. It's a piece of cake. And none of these damn teams could score in 10 minutes. They should play 15 minutes, by the way. I think 10 minutes is a crock of crap. But, but yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah got... I think you give away extra quarter and you play to the end. I agree with you on that, yeah. I got the Bengals. Uh, I think this will be a nice high-scoring affair because I don't think any either defense is any good. Um, so I like the over in this. I think Minshew and, and Burrow will both be slinging it. Whether or not they throw seven interceptions combined is, is you know, could happen. Uh, but Burrow's look pretty good, and, and um, T. Higgins is somebody that I'm, I'm liking a lot. Um, I, I liked him at Clemson. Um, I had him in a Debbie league, and I forgot that I had him in a Debbie league. And I had to start him this past Sunday because Julio Jones is out. So I had first clicked on Trent Taylor's name for the Niners because I figured, ah, they, they got to throw the ball to somebody. And then I said, nah, I'm going to go with T. Higgins. And Higgins produced for me with two touchdowns. So made the right call there. Uh, out of necessity, yes. but I, I got the Bengals. Um, I, I think their offense is, is, is clicking pretty well. I mean, Burrow got annihilated, though. I mean, they got to protect him a little better. Yeah. 
But Jacksonville, I don't think, has the the. I've got Cincinnati pass too. Rush. Who do you want to see besides Burrow? We talked a lot about Burrow and Minshew. Oh, I want to see uh, Logan Wilson. I've been talking about him all year since the draft. Uh, got off to just a little bit of a slow start, but he had a good week last week. Five tackles, had the interception, so uh, playing a lot of snaps. He split snaps from what I could see with uh, him and Akeem Davis-Gaither split snaps coming in. For some of those guys, it, and it looks like speaking uh, over to the safety, it kind of looks like we were right on Sean Williams being the odd man out. Because if you look, last week both Von Bell and Jesse Bates played 100% of the snaps. Williams was relegated to special team only duties. He didn't play a single defensive snap. So uh, it kind of looks like that's going to be the norm. Um, what they do with Williams going forward, maybe at line, maybe pushing him a linebacker. But if these young guys like uh, Wilson and Davis Gaither can hold their own, then I don't know that there's a spot for Williams. So uh, I'm watching Wilson, and then I'm also watching what to do with Sean Williams, uh, if he can get on the field or, or how they're using him or whatever. Yeah, and I, I think that you'll bring in Von Bell if you don't plan on you know making him a, a big part. So, I mean – you really yeah. have to look at who gets paid. I know sometimes that doesn't always translate to playing time. doesn't always translate to, um, you know, maybe even the best players getting on the field. But, you know, they paid him for a reason. Yeah. Um, by the way, um, oh, I just... Uh, You're I, laughing. I don't know what to think. When well, you laugh that, like that. <laughs> no, it was, it was uh, entertaining that uh, what's trending in Pennsylvania right now is that bad things happen in Philly. And uh, I'm not sure if, if the president was referring to uh, Carson Wentz not being very good at quarterback anymore or um, the Eagles tying the Bengals. But, yeah, bad things kind of do happen in Philly, uh, at least for sports teams because they, they've been pretty bad. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of want to see uh, Josh Allen. He had a sack in this past game, and I want to see him uh, get a couple more, get get back on track. I have him in a few leagues, so I want to see him uh, get back on track. Next game, Cleveland visits the uh, billion-dollar palace in Dallas. <laughs> um, Baker versus Dak. I got the Cowboys. Um, they, they, I think... You know, they were a couple plays from beating Seattle last week. They came back on the Falcons. I mean, they're, they're, they they escaped. Uh, well, actually, the Rams um, got the call in the game one, so they're one and two. They need this win, I mean, against Cleveland. Cleveland, I think, is, is going to struggle because, um, I mean, they beat up on the Washington football team. The Washington football team's not any good, so I'm going Dallas. I want to see. Uh, I kind of want to see Darian Thompson to see if he's terrible again. I had somebody, I think, ask a question about him. Uh, if it's safe to cut him, I said, you know, if you got somebody better, play him. You know, right. um, he's getting beat left and right. I think um, I did mention earlier that Earl Thomas was visiting the Texans, and that got canceled. 
And it wasn't necessarily that Houston doesn't want to work him out. I think it's mainly the uh, they're trying to be cautious with bringing players in from outside of their little bubble. Yeah, because I think I think the NFL is like you know we don't know what's going on with the, the tight your Titans and all, so let's pump the brakes on bringing players in and exposing different players to your team. So um, I think that's more the case. I think the Texans still are interested, but they might be a little more cautious with bringing him in, maybe testing him before he comes uh, a, couple, a couple times, maybe even. We don't know. Uh, who do you want to see in this game? You want to see the cheek splitter, don't you? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, that's not who I'm watching. I've got Dallas in this game. I think they, uh, like you said, I think they uh, run over Cleveland. I want to see um, Alden Smith. I mean, he's no one could have predicted this start. I'm curious to see if he can keep it going. I mean, he's looked good. Well, he's looked good the whole season, you know, all three weeks. But two of his three weeks have just been off the charts good, yeah. uh, week one and week three. So uh, getting a lot of questions about him. I want to see uh, what he does and can he keep it going. Um, kind of curious to see if uh, Ronnie Harrison – uh does anything you know he got traded and has been more or less an afterthought yeah. there so that's been disappointing <laughs> he could be cleaning yeah. up in jacksonville right now yeah I... and just because you want to see somebody doesn't mean they're going to be on the winning side of the game right um actually some breaking news here uh leonard, uh, leonard fournette could be out not that that's his bet you know hurting the idp side but um that's big for for i mean a lot of people were concerned about covid and and really the titans players that are that were were tested positive aren't really i mean arguably you could say your long snapper is probably your biggest impact because that could impact the game yeah um i know long snappers aren't really thought of as important but that whole motion of the kick i mean goskowski's already gotten in his head or one game you know if he has this you know he's worried about the snap getting off maybe he uh shanks a few more (laughs) but uh yeah i got dallas in this game uh next up new orleans at detroit Ooh. New Orleans is reeling, but I, I don't think Detroit has. Um, although Detroit upset the Cardinals, so I don't know that this is a, a shoe in for that. Uh, New Orleans, Michael Thomas has been spotted back at practice, so I, I'm giving the edge to the Saints because I think Michael Thomas, even the threat of Michael Thomas, is going to give them an edge in this game. And maybe, just maybe, Drew Brees can throw the ball downfield a couple times. They should have really beat the Packers, but a few stupid mistakes uh, by yeah. Taysom Hill. I mean, really, the Taysom Hill fumble cost them yeah. that game. I mean, they were they were kind of doling back and forth, and then that kind of changed the momentum yeah. of that game. Yeah, that hurt them. Uh, I kind of think New Orleans just takes it out on Detroit this week. Yeah. Even if they don't get Thomas back, I still think they're kind of – fired up and motivated they just beat up on detroit i think um not sure who the one player i want to watch is i mean i'm just kind of looking at both sides uh well i want to see marcus davenport 
And I want to watch Alvin Kamara just because anytime I get to watch Alvin Kamara, it's a good thing. Right. Is Davenport supposed to be back this week, though? He is supposed to be back, possibly. I mean, that's... Yeah, he's it's always back it's always a, you know he's on track to play. He got a limited practice in this week, so he would be a big uplift, I think, for that team as well as Michael Thomas. So, yeah. Uh, next on my list, it's not happening at one o'clock on Sunday. Is the Steelers coming to Tennessee? Uh, it's it's probably Monday or Tuesday at this point is, is what mm-hmm. you know Monday is looking likely I don't know what they're saying around your neck of the woods Monday was the last report I saw is what they're aiming for yeah they're trying to shoot for Monday Tuesday is like a worst case scenario yeah. um, I guess they're waiting to see if uh, anybody else pops up with te- positive testing or whatever but uh, from what I can see it's going to be a Monday game which is kind of cool because, you know, if they play at 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock Monday, I get off work around 3.30, pop the game on. Yeah. You'd be, like, faking hurling, you know. You could just, you, you could just you know, start coughing and say, man, I better go home. I might have COVID. I might have caught it from the Titans players. I'm very true. I could. So you could, you could just, you know. Nobody's going to argue with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I could just wake up Monday and say, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. And uh, Even even up. if I have to work, um, I could just have an iPad over on the side. Yeah, Monday shouldn't be too bad with it being the first of night, so I should be home in time to watch it. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably maybe stagger them a little bit. I mean, I don't think really they'll stagger them much. I think that eight, I don't think they're going to move the Atlantic Green Bay game. I wouldn't think they so. may, they may stagger and start the Tennessee game at like seven or six thirty, maybe at the earliest. Right. Try to get like a half, you know. It depends on who's showing the game. Is it going to be a CB? I guess it would be a CBS game. Uh, most. Yeah, I think most likely it would be because both the, Pittsburgh and Tennessee is usually CBS. The, so yeah. The thing about it is, the CBS wanna <laughs> do they want to take away from their? Do they have programming that they wanna? I mean, I know football's a big deal, but well, I think if they want the ratings, they do. <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, some of their drama shows are, are highly rated. I mean, but I know football is kind of king when it comes to that stuff. But yeah short notice and stuff they're not going to get any more money i don't think for advertising just because football's on yeah uh i'm gonna irritate you i'm gonna take the steelers um i think the texans are not the texans the titans not being able to really practice i mean you look at teams that you know there's not really a, a lot of data on this stuff but i just think you know, the Titans weren't exactly crisp against the Vikings, and for them to have to go a week with virtual Zoom meetings, um, yeah. I mean, I know these guys are professionals, and they've been doing this for, for months, but I, I got the Steelers in this one. Yeah, I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going Pittsburgh, too. Yeah. I think it's just... Uh... Vrabel, if you listen to the radio today, he was not a happy camper. You could just tell he's uh, the 
a lot of things for Tennessee to work on and they're not able to because of this positive testing with the team being shut down. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's a grumpy monkey right now. So, uh, well, I mean, they'll be able to get one practice in on on Saturday from what... Yeah, but that's just not going to be enough. Uh, it's not, but I mean, the, at least they can get one decent practice in, and then Sunday would be the walkthrough, and then... They can, but if Tennessee plays like... They need to clean up a lot of stuff. If they play like they did this last Sunday, Pittsburgh will beat them. Uh, you can't give up career-high rushing days to running backs. Uh if they play like that, James Conner and company should be in for a big game. Uh, we need help with our corners. That secondary is just uh, outside of our safeties. Our corners are just without uh, Adore Jackson. Chris Jackson's hurt. Uh, Malcolm Butler has just <laughs> – I think he's just not very good as he used to be back in New England, and they just you need been, to fix a lot of been, things. You've been ripping him apart for years. Well, he's good for fantasy, but, yeah, you know, he just – I mean, he's good, but just not good enough. And, and when you don't have a good supporting crew around him at corner and you're relying on him, I think that's just a, a bad formula. So, they got a lot of things they got to work on. Uh, I, I'm hoping they uh, prove me wrong, uh, and, and they certainly have the talent to, but uh be interesting to see. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I just think – Pittsburgh has the competitive advantage here. They're able to practice. They don't have to, you know, do anything differently. Right. So I think I think they're gonna win. I think I think another advantage they have is uh, they get a couple more days to get Deontay Johnson cleared of concussion protocol too, mm-hmm. which uh, helps them out if if he can play. That's gonna be big because you know your depleted secondary. Um, it's an extra weapon in there that Big Ben has been targeting the bejesus out of. Yep. Uh, so I think Pittsburgh, I mean, Ben looks good. The Steelers' offense looks pretty good. Um, they played a, a Houston team that we, we never know what we're going to get from Houston. Um, we've been getting a bunch of crap from Houston so far. So, <laughs> um, But anyway, uh, I got the Steelers too. Next up, Seattle makes the East Coast trip to Miami, to South Beach. Oh, man. Not 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 to get too uh, non footballish on us, but uh, the state of Florida is completely open. <laughs> I just mm. hope Seattle uh, stays in their little hotel room bubble and doesn't contract anything. Because God, I don't know. I, I got the Seahawks <laughs> in this one. No shock. I mean, the Steelers game. I, I forgot to mention. I want to see. Um, I want to see Christian Fulton. Just because you hate him so much. I want to watch Devin Bush. <laughs> and in the Seattle game, I want to see Ugo Amadi. He has played very well for Seattle the first couple weeks. He was pressed into cover into into playing uh, when uh, Diggs got ejected in the one game. And then uh, Blair hurt his knee. Amadi has kind of taken that Marquise Blair role as that third safety slash slot corner slash whatever. Um, I think he stays in that role, and I think Lano Hill will fill in for Jamal Adams, who looks like he might be missing this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to matter. I think Fitzpatrick is going to put up points no matter what on the Seattle defense. Um, not having Adams in there maybe it makes it a little easier for them to move the ball. 
Um, they don't have this, the, the receivers that Dallas did, though. So and they, I think they did a pretty decent job without Quentin Dunbar, even. Um, hopefully Dunbar is back for them. Um, I, I got Seattle, obviously. I mean, yeah, I've got Seattle too. I don't think it's much of a matchup. Uh, is is there a better? I mean, there, there's been some great performances through these first three weeks. I mean, you could argue that um, uh, Russell Wilson and Josh Allen have both. I mean, with it, minus Josh Allen fumbling the ball like crazy. Yeah. Um, those two quarterbacks have been lights out. I yeah, mean, they have. They've just been fantastic. And Russell Wilson, man, if there's... I swear, he could hit... You could drop a quarter somewhere on the field, and he would hit it with one of those rainbow balls. <laughs> like, dude just knows... I mean, it has to do with practice and chemistry, too. I mean, these receivers yeah. know where he's going to put it, uh, he knows where the receivers are going to be. I mean, it's just trust and and some great play. And I don't want to gush over my team too much because I know people are probably thinking, yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Russell Wilson's on another level. Yeah, Russell the Hustle's got it going on, that's for sure. <clears throat> he, he's unlimited. <laughs> you can call him corny all you want. He's, he's, he's ridiculous. You can't do yeah, what he's yeah. doing, so. He is unlimited when it comes to his potential with that down, the downfield throws. Um, yeah, I hate to say Miami doesn't have a shot. I mean, they do because Seattle can't stop anything. Right. They have zero pass rush. <laughs> I mean, it's scary these games. Uh, but I don't think Miami has the offense to to keep to keep going at Seattle like so. Um, I'm gonna go there. I want to see, like I said, Ugo Amadi. He's been he's been playing great. He's he's kind of a hybrid safety guy from from Oregon anyway. So, right. Well, I've got Seattle too. I want to see Bobby Wagner. See how many tackles he can rack up. So, <laughs> well, they run a lot of Miles Gaskin. There might be. Yeah, yeah. We always do this. We spent a half hour on like five games so far. So we're gonna kind of fire through these next. Well, you had to take like a ten minute like cat break. So yeah, sorry. You know, uh, we got the Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim via SoFi, uh, traveling east to Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers. I just said are without Fournette. I don't think this matters. No. <laughs> Tampa's gonna roll them. Yep. Tampa Bay's gonna roll. I'm watching the. Uh... Devin White, and I want to watch Indomitian Sue. So, yeah, I want I want to see uh, your boy Antoine Winfield. Oh yeah, him too. I forgot about him. Yeah, he's been lighting it up. So yeah, and again, I I, I want to throw up in my mouth a little bit every time I see another story about the Buccaneers. <laughs> like they talked about them all off season, and now it's just getting worse in season. <laughs> Like, nobody wants to mention the Saints beat them pretty handily. Yeah, they roughed them up pretty good, yeah. And that now Chris Godwin's hurt and Leonard Fournette's hurt. And, you know, they're not in a glass house here. You know, they they got some... They got some some things splintering and and not doing too well there. Um, But they should handle the Chargers. 
Yes, easily. Yeah. Um, so I want to see Winfield. Shaq Barrett um, got a couple sacks, I think, the other day. Maybe one or two. I think there's two. Um, so he got back on the board. Um, I still don't like him as an IDP asset, but just, no, I know some people do own him and have him. Maybe if you start an edge player, you want him. Um, next up, the bloodbath in uh, D.C. And no, I don't mean a debate. This is the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens going to absolutely uh, murder Hawk. Maybe that should be what Washington calls themselves, the murder Hawks. There you go. Um, they're going to get destroyed. Oh, they're going to get pummeled. It's going to be ugly. Absolutely. 2% of people on Yahoo are absolute morons because 2% <laughs> of people actually pick Washington to win this game. You know what? Those 2% of people are probably the people that take all the home games. Probably. You might be right. That may be it. They just take all the home teams. That's their strategy for this. Yeah. I can't think of anybody who actually watches football games that doesn't think Baltimore is just going to lay the hammer down. It's going to be a get-right game. And they're going to be pissed off after losing They play. are pissed off. Yeah, and Washington does not have Chase Young. They don't have Matt Ioannidis. Yeah. They might. Uh, Landon Collins is questionable. I'm pretty sure he's probably going to try to gut it out and play. But you might want to just take this one off, Landon, because it's going to be ugly. If yeah. you don't, if you don't play, yeah, it's going to be very. If Landon doesn't play, he could at least plead that he wasn't on the field for that bloodbath. <laughs> right. Uh, so that, that's a lock. I'm betting Baltimore. I don't care if they're giving up three touchdowns, like. Baltimore's going to destroy. Not going to be close. Going to be ugly. Yep, Baltimore all the way. Speaking of ugly, uh, Arizona comes to east to face the Panthers. And despite the the Panthers actually won a game last weekend, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Kind of um, surprised. A little, little surprised that myself. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it again this week because Arizona surprisingly lost. I thought Arizona was on a roll. Um, Buda Baker possibly not in this game. Uh, maybe took the week off because they maybe won't need him in Carolina. Right. Um, I, I kind of want to see who replaces him. I, I kind of think it'll be Deontay Thompson just because that's the only dude they got back there. Yeah, they don't um, have much else. Unless hey, you got a guy that plays kind of like a safety that you spent a top 10 pick on that's played like 30 snaps the entire year. Who might that be? I don't know. I don't know either. It's not like you can draft a top ten guy in the draft. I mean, yeah, they they a lot of people thought they should have taken. Although I think Derek Brown was taken before them, right? Yeah, so, I think so. Yes, but yeah, a lot of people wanted them to end up with Brown to solidify that line a little bit. But uh, I got Arizona. I think Kyler Murray is is um, really he he wasn't too bad in the game last week, but. Detroit just outplayed them a little bit. Um, Carolina's not in, I don't think, their talent range. Yeah, they're... It's yeah. Not I want to see if Isaiah Simmons is actually going to play some football or not. Uh, yeah, I mean... He's got to at some point, right? Um, <laughs> You'd think. With, ba- with Baker do, out, I mean... it's an excellent opportunity to throw him in there. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you got to get him in there. I've got Arizona. Um, interested to see what they do with uh, with him there. And uh, does Carolina really have any? I guess Derek Brown is who I'd want to see. I want to see how he's Chin. doing. Jeremy Chin. Yeah, Chin's been playing lots out. So I guess those are the two. I want to watch the two rookies or three rookies if you count the Arizona and uh, Simmons. Um, I want to see how the three rookies play. Yeah, yeah, this is a rookie game. I want to see. Chin's uh, been looking good this year. He really has. He has been, and he's he's not really your traditional safety. He's, he's kind of playing a hybrid kind of position which is good for him because he can make plays and he's he's um you know he snuffed out some screens he was all over the place um from what i saw yeah so he was he's he's playing good he's uh, got good instincts to the ball he's all over the place uh which yeah not that arizona doesn't have a guy just like him in isaiah simmons <laughs> Maybe they can get some pointers on how to run the defense from Carolina to incorporate your playmakers a little bit. I mean, yeah, Buda Baker's a stud, and he kind of does a lot of that stuff, but I know it's tough to have two freelancers on your defense, you know. Right. But anyway, um, Houston is hosting Minnesota. This is the other game that was kind of up in the air for a little bit. It looks like it's going to happen on Sunday uh, at 1 o'clock. Can you trust either of these teams? <laughs> Neither one looks very good. I'm going to go with Houston because they're at home, and that's really the only reason because I don't really trust either of these quarterbacks. I mean, Watson, he's getting pummeled. It's not really his fault necessarily, but he's getting pummeled so bad that he just can't, you know. When he gets a little bit of time, he's found receivers. I mean, they put up some points against Pittsburgh. Right, I mean, they've not looked good at all, like you said. <clears throat> Excuse me, Watson has just been getting pummeled. Um, he is missing uh, Hopkins right now so much that it's not even funny. Uh, Minnesota should have won that game last week against the Titans, and they let it slip away. I think they, uh, you know, if they stick with the same formula they had last week, I think they beat Houston pretty easily. Um, you know, you got to feed Delvin Cook and let him run with it. <clears throat> Um, 0-3 now uh, for Minnesota, so they're kind of in that what well, Houston is too. Yeah, they're both uh, uh, do or die right now. Yeah, so you've kind of – this could be an interesting game because, like I said, you, they're both 0-3, so they're both in a corner. They're going to come out, you know, kind of rabid, you know. All right, who do you want? We've we got to – I'm taking Minnesota. I'm, I'm going to go here and take them. I think they stick with Cook and uh, win the game. I'm taking the home team. I think they're allowed to have fans in the stands. Uh, I think they are Houston. too. So I think that's going to maybe bring some heat on them. Uh, the defense is okay. I mean, J.J. Watt's playing decent. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the linebackers are playing pretty decent. Yeah. Their back Cunningham. end has been, I mean, killing them a little bit. But that's yeah. been kind Cunningham of... played well for him at linebacker, so... Yeah, I got Houston. I actually want to see... Uh, Yannick get get some sacks because if there's ever a matchup, yeah, he had one last week. So yeah, playing against the Texans, uh, who can't block anybody. Uh, so, next yeah. up, this should be another bloodbath. Uh, a few bloodbaths <laughs> this week. We should have the New York Football Giants are flying out to L.A. in that nice, beautiful stadium, SoFi Stadium. Mm -hmm. 
I may have to, since I'm missing out on going to Seattle for my 40th birthday, I might have to see if next season can do like a like a, a two-stop, like visit the, I don't know, maybe, maybe take a week. Probably can't take a week off, but I, I'd love to visit the, the Raiders, Rams, and Seattle stadiums out on the West Coast. I have actually seen pictures from a, a co-worker that was, went to Vegas uh, out there, and they took pictures of the Death Star, and that thing is amazing. The Roomba? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is SoFi Stadium, not Las Vegas. Uh, there is a game in Las Vegas this weekend. I got the Rams big time. Aaron Donald. Oh, yeah. uh, Aaron Donald's going to feast. Um, Kind of curious to see if uh, if Jabril Peppers doesn't play, if Julian Love gets to take that spot. Yeah, yeah that will be interesting to see. Um, I'm like, taking the Rams too, like you said, bloodbath. Uh, <laughs> they, that should be over relatively quickly. <clears throat> no, and of course, Lombard, no. Please. I want to watch my boy Blake Martinez. So, of course you do. Of course I do. Uh, this should be the game of the weekend here, in my eyes. Uh, New England visits Kansas City to take on defending Super Bowl champions. Mm. Um, if there's anybody that can come up with a game plan to stop Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he can study the Chargers, um, but can they pull it off with their talent on defense? Mm. Um, New England, I mean, they played, who did they even play? It was a joke, whoever they played Vegas, and yes. uh, they didn't play very well. No, um, and New England didn't really play. I mean, they were efficient. They grounded the ball out. They weren't, you know, setting the world on fire. They won easily. They won handily. Um, they're not going to be able to ground a game out against Kansas City because Kansas City can score in three plays and go out and do it again in another series two minutes later. Right. So um, I got the Chiefs. I, I think they're just uh, they're, they're the best team in the NFL until somebody beats them. Nobody's beat them. <laughs> you know, the Chargers yeah, came close. Uh, the Chargers aren't even that good. They just have their number as far as defense goes. Um, New England got smoked by Patrick Mahomes last year, didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't Mahomes and, and Lamar Jackson take it to the Patriots seems last like year? Seems like they did, if I remember correctly, yeah. Yeah, I think both of them had had good games against the defense. And that defense is missing pieces. Um, this team is, is a well-oiled machine. and Yeah. It's going to be scary. I mean, if, if, if you know every team has a bad game here or there, I don't think it's going to be this game, though. Um, Cam has really played good. I mean, I don't think it's anything against Cam and the offense. It's more, I think, the defense is just gonna not be able to stop kansas city i mean we thought baltimore had a good defense and yeah i'm shredded them i mean he's just ridiculous he's got a baby yeah. on the way he's got a wife he, you know he's he's getting engaged like he he's had a quite a year yeah you know I'm if there's anybody that, the if there's anybody that's had a good 2020 it's patrick mahomes everybody oh, yeah. else has had a crappy 2020 compared to patrick mahomes yeah uh, I think New England, I, I got Kansas City too, but I think if anybody can put a good game plan together, it'll be Bill Belichick. Um, I'm like you. Does does he have the pieces, as you said, to pull it off? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think so. 
Uh, I just think Kansas City's too high powered. Um, I wanted to see Legereus Sneed, but he's out with a broken collarbone, so that sucks. I really wanted to see their uh, super rookie at uh, at corner that they had playing. Um, super rookie, come on! Yeah, now. go back and look at what he's done for him. He's gotten a couple interceptions, and one of them was like I don't know. They must have forgot what jersey he was wearing, because or what jersey color. Because you just take corners. So anyway, I'm just the- saying the one was thrown. It was like he ran the route. Like there was nobody around him. Like Watson just threw it right to him. Like he was supposed to throw it to a red jersey or whatever. Wow. I mean, um, the other one was I think a tip pass. I mean, right. if I'm remembering correctly. But the, the guy I really wants is Chris Jones. He is such a beast inside for Kansas City. That was my pick, too. I'd, I'd go with um, I'd go with Chase Windovich again, the long, flowing locks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's been playing good, so, I mean, he can't has. go wrong he with that. Really well. Next up, Buffalo. The 3-0 and barely Buffalo Bills taking on <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I think the Bills are going to roll because, I mean, honestly, Ooh. if 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 um, – Las Vegas didn't look good against New England. They have a Buffalo has a good defense, and um, they do. Josh Allen can throw the ball more than five yards. Maybe not terribly accurately, but I mean, the Saints would have beat Las Vegas if Drew Brees pushed the ball downfield at all, but he didn't. So, like Josh Allen's legs alone give are going to give Vegas uh, fits on defense. Um. Because Josh Allen can outrun Corey Littleton. Yeah, I'm with you too. I, I keep looking for a pick to uh, to counter. I think Buffalo's just going to uh, bomb. But like you said, good defense. Uh, Josh Allen has been playing line out, except for some of the fumbling issues. Uh, but yeah, uh, player I want to watch. Um, I think I want to see can Tremaine Edmonds get back on track. Uh, is, I want to watch Ed Oliver too. Uh, Jordan Boy, you know what you're getting out of him, but I think Edmonds is the one I want to watch. I want to see if he can get it going and get back on track and be what he has been the last uh, was last year. So yeah, and I want to see uh, Tremaine Edmonds see if he can get back on track. I mean, Milano looks solid, so I don't think I'm worried about him. I have weight. I have a lot of Matt Milano, considering I'm not a huge. I wasn't a huge backer of his. I've, I've picked right. him up recently because I think he's gotten disrespected because of uh, Tremaine Edmonds being in town. We're not going to yeah, talk much. Many we're not. We're going to move on. Uh, Philadelphia gets to visit San Francisco on Sunday night football, and um, yeah, Philadelphia. I think fans have have petitioned to not have this game on Sunday night because they don't want to be humiliated. Um, the only thing about it is um, like San Francisco is so beat up, this actually could be a game. Could they? But you would have thought that last week too and they, they rolled right on, so Philadelphia has a much better defense than the Giants do. They do. They do. I... Although I didn't look it. I mean, they, they harassed Burrow. They they beat up Burrow pretty badly. I mean Yeah, I mean Barnett had a couple of sacks. Uh 
uh, Brandon Graham was all over him. I mean, that front line was. Uh, Who was it? Uh, Malik Jackson nearly killed Joe Burrow. Oh my goodness! That was. That was. <laughs> oh man, Burrow, man, he, I thought he was done after that. But, he hit him hard, man. He did. I was like, oh, oh yeah, he Burrow, just killed him. <laughs> Burrow got back up and got back out there. So I mean, you can yeah. give the the rookie respect for. Philadelphia's front defensive line is no joke. I mean, when they start clicking on all cylinders, they can yeah. they can get after you. So um, we've agreed way too much. I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to take Philly on the road <sighs> on Sunday night. I, I think some of these primetime games are trap games. I do too. Because you always look at oh, you you have this idea like the Saints and the and the Raiders. You thought. Everybody thought going in, Saints, 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 Saints. Nobody right. thought the Raiders had a chance. I think somebody took them out of pity because it was their home opener, and they ended up looking smart because the Raiders won. Um, right. I think San Francisco is still missing too many pieces, and I think that's going to catch up with them this week. Yeah, I think so too. And just to quickly change it up i'm going to take uh the raiders over buffalo so i can have a different pick maybe try to catch back up so but yeah i got san francisco here i think it would be closer with philadelphia than what people think but uh uh yeah i'm taking the niners it's week four and you're already playing the game to try to hedge to get well I, that game i was waffling on and you just mentioned it i i, I just kind of feel like buffalo's gonna three and oh they're kind of getting big big head do they do they uh take this grain game for granted a little bit and get the, a trap game here with Vegas. So Vegas is at home. I'll take them. So. All right. And you're taking San Francisco. Definitely taking San Francisco. I think it'll be closer than what people think, but I'm taking them. And I want to see TJ Edwards. Yeah. He's had one good game out of three. Two yeah. of them. He's been nearly invisible. So I'd like to yeah, see I'm... him get a little bit more consistent so I can actually play him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching Philadelphia's defensive line. Graham, Fletcher, uh, Malik Jackson, Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, that crew. That's who I want to watch. If Malik Jackson hits Nick Mullins like he hit Joe Burrow, (laughs) we might see C.J. Beathard. So, I mean. (laughs) Uh, Next up, the Monday night game. One of the Monday night games, possibly. Yeah, we might be sharing the night with the Titans and Steelers. Which actually I think would be a better game than this because although this will put up a lot of points, mm-hmm. I don't think Green Bay really has much to worry about here. I don't either. I, I think really I mean Green Bay is the overwhelming favorite, um, but but Atlanta can put up points. They can. They just can't keep a lead. Well, they don't. They won't have the lead. They might come back in the fourth quarter and. Um, it's in Lambeau, but that doesn't matter to me because there's no fans and it's not wintertime yet. So right. I don't think that bothers Atlanta. Atlanta is not as good in, outside of the Dome. Um, Have they won a game yet, Atlanta? No. They've blown. They, they got uh, Seattle stomped them. They made oh, it yeah, a game late. Uh, Dallas and then um, the two, com- uh, the two uh, the Bears. big comebacks against them, yeah. Yeah, I think they go 0-4 here. I'm like you. I think Green Bay just kind of runs all over them. Uh, and, and honestly, you could see Adam Gase fired on Thursday, and you could see Dan Quinn fired on Monday. And I heard uh, before we jumped on the show, I saw it somewhere that 
rumors, rumblings that Julio's wanting out now. Um, I didn't have signed a big deal. True, but I've, I don't know. I'd have to go back and verify that that was something legitimate, but it was to the tune that he wants out because he wants to win and can't hardly blame him for that. If Atlanta loses this game, it's it's already going to be a long season for them, but if they lose this one, oof, man. See, nah, I don't know. Julio Jones is the Atlanta Falcons as far as I'm concerned. He is. Is there a more iconic player that's played for the Falcons besides Julio Jones? True. The the only one I can think of off the top of my head is actually didn't even play most of his career with Atlanta. It's Deion Sanders, really. Yeah. Well, I think some people would argue Roddy White was a big... Yeah. A big one for them. He was. I mean, he's not as good as Julio was, though. No, he's not. Um... Yeah, Green Bay wins it. Uh, curious to see who they trot out there at linebacker. Uh, who, Green Bay? Or? Yeah, is, is Kirksey going to be a go? or? Uh, I think he's doubtful, so I don't think he is a go. So is it going to be Summers? Is it going to be... Apparently it's going to be Ty Summers and Oren Burks or Chris Barnes uh, filling in there. So. I think it's got to be Summers. Uh have a few shares of him sprinkled around my leagues where super deep leagues where you know he had the good preseason a year or so ago and i i've held on to him so maybe it'll pan out for me (laughs) yep so uh week four those are our picks those are who we're watching uh in these games uh bring your questions to the idp lounge on friday night i don't even know who's coming on the show on friday night because i have not had a chance to book anybody I haven't either. It's been uh, the end of the month week, so I've been covered up. I've not really had a chance to look around. So, yeah. If you want to book somebody, you can go for it. Um, I'll have to see if Nate booked anybody. But Okay. Um, yeah. So, join us in the lounge if you have any. I mean, we'll go into injuries as they crop up. Hopefully, we have some light shed on some of these situations in Tennessee in their game. Um, hopefully, you know some of these injuries get sorted out so we can have a definite on what's going on um that's about all i've got we went over a trade earlier Mm um i'm exhausted so i am too that's why i was actually it's why i was late i was waiting on you to tell me uh what time we were starting and i kind of fell asleep on the couch so i was playing a game so i didn't see your tweet all right it's all right i was like you said, I've, I'm exhausted this week too. Well, that I that they're waiting, and I was like, <laughs> I was out before I knew yeah. it. I told you my wife's got this weird schedule, and yeah, you um, did. So she's went up to bed, and uh, Braden decided that he he was watching a show, and then came downstairs and decided to run laps through our main floor. <laughs> I love Braden. Just running laps, and I'm like, I hope you're wearing yourself out, not riling yourself up. Uh, I love that kid. Yeah. He he made the bed, which is good because if not, I might have had to leave the show to go tend to him. Because like right. I said, my wife is trying to sleep, and uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> basically, we cannot wait until everybody goes back to school. Yes, oh. I, I don't mind the actual virtual teaching. 
I hate all of the paperwork I have to do because I mm, guess I have that... to prove I'm working. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> when, you know, you can check uh, my Google Classroom is a mess because we have an assignment like every day and for each class. So it's not like we're hiding what we're doing. It's like all there out in the open. <laughs> but then I got to go in and fill out more paperwork. Paperwork. I don't know. But anyway, enough about my problems. Uh, that's why my writing has not gotten done because I don't have time. Well, don't feel bad because I have wrote enough for the both of us. Whew. Well, that's good. I wrote one article. So, um, yeah. I think I've got like 10 or 11. <laughs> I'm just. Oh. <laughs> uh, But yeah, it's. I got two. I mean, I wrote an offense and a defense. I'll look at rookies again. Maybe this week coming up. See, the problem is I'm also starting the after school program up to. Good grief, dude. Virtually. Sheesh. So, I mean, I'm a busy guy. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't rest. You, you. You always say you can. You can sleep when you're dead. Well, I. I get the most out of my. You know. 13, 14 hours I'm awake, dude. Actually, yeah, I'm, awake. I'm, I'm awake like 16, probably, actually. I, I make the most out of the time I'm awake. There's very yeah. little downtime in my life, so. Yeah, I go pretty hard, too, huh? I had to record um, for, for my, my older son's gym class. He had to record himself doing a physical activity he likes. Oh, wow. So he likes football. So we were out throwing football, and he had to videotape himself. And, and so it took about you know ten takes before he got something on camera that he could actually be <laughs> proud of. And you know, some of it was uh, I was overthrowing him and stuff like that. Yeah, if he had a competent quarterback, I'm sure it'd have been much better. Well, if he could run a route, and not give up on it, he would have caught a few more. <laughs> Because, you know, I've learned, you know, and I'm not I'm not Joe Montana or nothing, but, you know, you learn how to throw a football based on where you think the guy is going to be or where your receiver yeah. should be after running their route. Because if you throw it where they are, they're not going to be there anymore. <laughs> so I'm, I'm leading him for these passes and, you know, maybe – He's a little shorter than I think he is, I guess. I don't know. Mm. He's pretty tall, but you know, I'm leading him, but he's not running full blast like you should be when you're running a route. Like You're not John Elway and I'm in there either, are you? I mean I'm I mean it's a little soft little football. It's not like I'm using a uh, a Duke, you know. We're not using the Duke that they use in the NFL. Yeah. But he's I, also I he's also Brett Favre, uh, Brett Favre cannon just laser shooting. <laughs> not really. The one he actually caught was probably the harder ball because I threw it right at his chest, so he really didn't have a choice to catch it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, he's not Julian Edelman or anything route running, but you know, right. he knows routes and he knows how to run stuff, but. He just was, I mean, he's out of practice. They haven't had, I mean, he was supposed to play flag football in the spring and the fall, and they canceled the season both times, so. Hmm. 
hasn't been out there since last fall. That sucks. So, yeah. We try to get out there and throw the ball every once in a while, but, you know, he'd rather play Fortnite most of the time. Oh, Lord. Oh, I know. Trust me. Oh, I, I can't. But, I can't. <laughs> I, I, you can't. That's like your, that's your tagline. You can't. I can't, man. How was you? You and Sean cracked me up that last week. Good night, everybody. We got the Patreon. I guess we can tape a, a short Patreon. Or we can do it tomorrow when me and Eric does the uh, IDP Davey Ground if you want to. What time are we taping that? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, what? Exactly. Or we can do it before if you want to. We could. Good night now. Good night. Patrons, we'll we'll get something to you tonight or tomorrow. Tighten up. Tighten up. Go Hawks. No, don't go Hawks. Titan. uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. Titan should uh, wear masks and social distance. Oh, Lord. I can't. Got to be your team that wrecks the NFL season. We wrecked nothing. We just wanted to play on Monday night where everybody could see us. That's the thing. Jeez.